Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, rewilding is the gardening buzzword of 2023, is it not? Re- I hear, like, I've heard it three times across this weekend. I'm rewilding my garden with public spaces like the front of Trinity College, for example, growing out its lawns in favour of these wild kind of meadows. The trend for this seems to be getting bigger and bigger. However, the British TV gardening personality, Alan Titchmarsh, you may recognise that crap impression of him, has set off on what can only be described as a horticultural grenade by declaring that rewilding can be catastrophic for biodiversity. Joining me now to unpack some of this is Peter Dowdall, horticultural consultant and gardening presenter on RTE Today. Good afternoon, Peter. Good afternoon, Jarlett. How are you? I mean, is there going to be civil war among the horticulturalists? Has Alan Titchmarch really just rolled this grenade into the building and ran? Is this a prank? We're normally uh, we're normally uh, an amicable enough bunch of people <laughs> as a <Yeah>. profession. <laughs> you don't you don't find too many uh, cranky gardeners, but um, but uh, yeah, this is it's it's. I'm not going to say it's a divisive issue, but uh, I, I suppose yeah, it's it's a bit of a divisive issue. Yeah. Uh, now, <clears throat> what Alan Titchmarsh is saying is, I very much agree with a lot of what he's saying. Not everything that he says, but I do agree with a lot of what he's saying in terms of rewilding. I I, I think it's very important that we should note that the rewilding is it's been a buzzword to anoraks like myself for for long before 2023 as well as the last 20 or more years we've been conscious of the need for it and the the the, the rate of species extinction that we're witnessing leads to the importance of it um, but i think it's very important that in public areas in particular that rewilding is is allowed to happen and that we don't see this you know, pointless mowing and strimming of grass and even worse spraying of glyphosate and weed killers on grass margins, uh, where it's obviously it's necessary in some cases to, to strim it for health and safety along the roadsides. But but in so many places, it's pointless and it's counterproductive because it's, 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 it's removing a lot of the species. And we all know that the tapestry is in huge it's in, in chaos at the moment. So we need to do what we can in terms of rewilding to help to repair the tapestry. But it's not, I think I would agree with Alan that it's, 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 um, it's not always the right thing, perhaps. So he's speaking to the House of Lords investigation. I, I mean, I didn't know there was a horticultural House of Lords even body for this, but kind of far, uh, gardeners coming in and horticulturalists coming in, examining things. So uh, you, what you're telling me is that Alan Titchmarsh uh, going against rewilding is not actually that wild, if you'll excuse the the pun, (laughs) an idea and that there's actually a groundswell of opinion that believe that in certain places, okay, but in others, no. Well, I'm I'm not going to profess to speak for any groundswell or anything like that, but I will say that several years ago, now I don't garner the same amount of column inches as Alan Titchmarsh does, but but several years ago I was, was making the point as well that you'd be forgiven for thinking if you walked down the main avenue in Chelsea Flower Show, you would have been, which if you like, that's that's London Fashion Week to, mm. to the likes of us, you know. So if you would have been forgiven for thinking, and it's still true today, to a large degree, you'd be forgiven for, for thinking that the only way to be ecologically and environmentally 
environmentally sound in your garden is to let it go back to nature and let it go wild. But you have to be cognizant of the fact that our, us as garden designers have to be aware of the fact that, you know, not everybody in suburban and urban Ireland, in, in Dublin and Cork and Limerick and Waterford, wants to let their semi-D backspace go back to nature. And even in my case, I have small children, I need the trampoline, I need the swing set, etc., etc., and I need a well-maintained garden. And I think it's very important that people aren't, aren't knocked now for that, for cutting their lawn, if you like, which is happening. Uh, I think diversity has to be there in opinion as, as well as in, in, in the gardens. Um, so, but he has said it's, it's misleading thinking. propaganda. Like he's, he's actually come out and said that this is all at odds with my experience as the custodian of a two acre wildflower meadow and garden. The garden is plenty richer for longer than the variety of insect and bird species it sustains. Domestic gardens have a duty to ensure the survival of this unparalleled resource. I mean, he does sound like he, he's going fully, full force against this idea of rewilding. And, you know, I just my immediate thought was, well, surely the work that it's doing is not just above the ground, that it's below the ground is where a lot of the rejuvenation is taking place. You're spot on. And it's, 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 it, it, his language is very, very strong. And it seems to be that he's on this crusade against it in the same, with the same vehemence that, that many are on the crusade for it, if you like. And I think it's probably more correct to be somewhere in the middle. And I have chatted with, with ecologists and people in the Biodiversity Centre of Ireland and people who are far more knowledgeable than I on, on the importance of not just rewilding. But I remember when I left college, which is literally the last century now, uh, and, and I was espousing for many years, you know, the importance of only using native Irish wildflowers and etc. And then several years ago, somebody said to me, you know, or many people, I suppose, had said to me, you know, the, the, the cheap box that you pick up in a, in a supermarket of wildflower seeds, are they, are they every bit as good as, or do they have to be native? And I started thinking then, you know, because I see the, 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 the cheap boxes as well, and the bees are feeding on them, etc. And I'm wondering, were we guilty of some kind of horticultural xenophobia, if you like, that they had to be native Irish? But surely, because my gut was thinking along the same lines as Alan, that surely the more species we have, then the more biodiversity we're encouraging, the more diversity we're that we're encouraging. Um, but on speaking to ecologists, and I still feel that, but on speaking to ecologists, and it's it's about far more than that. It's not just that the, the pretty flowers will feed the bees or will sustain the bees. It's, a, it's about a much more intricate uh, and, and complex relationship that you allude to there with what's going on below the ground as well. So in other words, many of our native species have, have adapted over the years and they form these complex relationships with, with insects and microscopic uh, organisms that, that need to continue for the tapestry to work. And if we encourage bees to feed on non-native plants, then they may not be pollinating the native ones of which other like caterpillars and things may need to be fight feeding on. So it's it's not a black and white situation like most situations. It's it's quite, pardon the pun, because we're talking about a colourful thing, but it's quite a grey area. Um, but I would be of the opinion in my own, and I've come to my own realisation or my own understanding of it, that I think that in domestic gardens, I have no problem with with what Alan is saying with with using you know you can go for the trend to, to be lovely and naturalistic with your you know your Instagram naturalistic garden which is lovely and and ninety nine percent non native and I do think that enhances diversity in the garden but in public areas and I think this is very very important or in large estate gardens I think it is very important to have areas that are left rewild. Uh, and that we are far more aware of using native species in these public areas. I mean, Peter, a lot of people don't rewild, let's be honest, because they're parents and they need their garden grass and uh, shrubbery to be a certain length 
so that their kids don't burst themselves when they're running around or trip on uh, bits and pieces of other things that have grown up. Some of it, like you're not arguing for people going out now and just getting the lawnmower out and uh, taking strips out of the garden and going that rewilding things over. Alan Titchmarch says so. Uh, this is sometimes people have to just not get, get involved in that trend. And uh, it seems like they might be a little bit reassured from hearing from uh, probably the biggest celebrity in horticulture. Is he the, is he the top man? He would be. He would in, in the UK certainly. He'd be one of the one of the top men, and he's 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 a fellow who I have an awful lot of regard for, and a very nice fellow. And I agree with what a lot a lot of what he's saying, but I don't think he should be as vehement in his language. I don't think to say the rewilding is catastrophic. I think that's wrong. I think that's sending out the wrong message. But I do think that it it is important that for people to to realise that in domestic gardens and in their own gardens. You know, it's, 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 you don't need to to chastise yourself for wanting a pretty picture postcard garden um, that that may not be rewilded. And and you see, the other problem is when people do go into rewilding and they do let their areas go wild, they have to realise that it only looks attractive, if you like, for a few months of the year, and then they trim it back. So that'll turn a lot of people off it as well. And I'd much rather people realise that it doesn't have to be you know, 150% into rewilding your own domestic space mm. and then you get turned off it in a year's time and go back to your hanging baskets and window a, boxes. It's just a bit of common sense I think needs to prevail. Mm. We have a texter in here saying that rewilding is just an exercise for lazy people who don't want to die to their gardens. Has to be said now, Peter, there has to be a few of those people out there. Peter Dowdall, horticultural consultant and a course gardening presenter for RTE Today. Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm with Energlaze on News Talk.